Welcome to another faith-building message from Samuel Pada, pastor of the King's Temple in Hyderabad, India. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope this message inspires and encourages you. Go to 1 John chapter 5 verse 4. We've been reading the scripture, but I want to read it again. For what server is born of God? What server is born of God? Question, are you born of God? Amen. Are you born of God? If you are, say yes. All right. I know I can't hear you, but I'm sure the people around you can hear you. If not, you can hear yourself. All right. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. So when you're born again, when you're born of God, something is being deposited in you by God. That is the divine potential is being deposited in you to become an overcomer. So shout, I'm an overcomer. Come on. Say it again. I'm an overcomer. Praise God. And then it goes on to say, and this is the victory that overcometh the world. So how can we overcome the world? I know I have the potential to overcome. I've been designed to be, to be an overcomer. I am an overcomer. But how do I overcome? And the Bible says, concludes, even by our faith. Hallelujah. So it is by faith that we live the overcoming life. It is by faith that we become overcomers. Say amen. Now when you look around right now, it doesn't seem like a good picture. It's, there is fear and panic all over the world. And especially in our own country. When you look at the news, it is very discouraging, disheartening, painful, agonizing to see what is happening. And for some of us or some of our people and those that we know, our relatives maybe or our, our acquaintances who are fighting and battling this situation. And some have lost some of their loved ones. It is such a painful time that we are going through. And so it becomes when you are surrounded by such influence and such news and, and this kind of experience, emotionally you, be, you get shaken. And, we'll let, and if you let that continue, it can take over and it can overcome you. So we've got to be careful that during this period, we have to do something that we don't allow this. Experiences of others and what we see and hear influence us to the degree that we become discouraged, despondent and hopeless. Come on, say amen. You know, people seem to be lost. There, is a, there are no answers. People are, you know, and there is, they have, they have no clue as to how to handle this pandemic. The doctors don't seem to give much hope. The whole situation is grim and hopeless. They, they're, in, they're you know, encouraging people to take the vaccine, but they themselves don't know if the vaccine is really 100% safe. Because we hear all kinds of news. So for some people it seems to be working. For some people they're dying. So you become a kind of, uh, you know, doubtful whether you should go ahead and do it or not. And there's a state of confusion all around. It's, so when you're so caught up and your mind, your thoughts, your emotions, your soul is absorbing all this without any inhibition, without any control, then this whole situation will take over and bring you down. And, you know, that's why sometimes... As a result of that, fear grips people. And I, I shared this on Friday, that we just heard about someone that went for a test. And as soon as they got their test result, which said they were positive, that lady dropped dead with a heart attack. She had a heart attack. 
and we're getting phone calls of people that are panicking. They're waking up in the middle of the night, sweating, shaking, shivering. Why? Because fear is gripping them. But you see, you can never overcome with fear. You can only overcome by faith. I want to remind you, you are a child of God. Say that with me. I am a child of God. Can you say that? I am a child of God. Say this with me. I am an overcomer. Hallelujah. I am an overcomer. Hallelujah. I want this truth to be established and settled in our hearts. And I want you to know, God is not against you, but God is for you. The only way, as I said, to overcome this situation and live in divine health is by your faith. Faith. Now, let me read a few scriptures for you to encourage you. Let's go to the Hebrew, book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 33. It's, it's talking about the heroes of faith. This whole chapter is talking about all the different men and women of God who did mighty exploits all by faith. And he says, who through faith? Everybody say through faith. So it is by faith. Okay? You cannot please God without faith. You operate in the Lord by faith. You operate in the divine spiritual realm by faith. You cannot live a successful life without faith. Who through faith, what were they able to do? By faith they were able to subdue kingdoms. Not by their might. Not by their strength. I want to take you to a reference. Let's go to uh, Psalm 44 please. Book of Psalm 44. Yeah. Look at this. They got not the land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own arm save them. They did not become, they did not win, have victory over the enemy or the giants and the Nephilims that were in the land of Canaan by their own strength or by their sword. It says, they did not get the land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own arm save them, but the right, by thy right hand, thine arm, and the light of thy countenance, because thou hadst favor unto them. Glory be to God. When we trust in the arm of the Lord, when we trust in our God, when we trust in His, in His Word, we are empowered with divine strength to overcome our enemy, to subdue that which is coming against us. You, they subdued kingdoms. You can subdue this virus. Say amen, somebody. You can subdue any sickness that is attacking your body. You can subdue any challenge that's coming across your path. They subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises. Praise be to God. The way you obtain promises is only by faith. Hallelujah. It's not by tears, but by faith. Amen. They stopped the mouths of lions. Mouths of lions were stopped. They were shut. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. What did Jesus say? Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Glory be to God. God is giving us the power to tread on serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy so you can shut the mouth of this lion that is coming and roaring. You know, the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8 that the enemy is going about roaming as a roaring lion. Seeking whom he may devour. So he is walking around posing as a lion and he's roaring. And whenever the enemy roars, the, the sound of the roar puts fear and terror in the hearts of the people. And that's exactly what's happening right now. What, the news is the medium 
the news, the channels, the, the, uh, the, you know, the social media is the, is, the, is the voice of the enemy trying to put terror and fear in the hearts of people, melting them uh, from, uh, uh, from having genuine faith in the Lord. You know, so be careful. They stop. You can stop this virus. You can stop the roar of the lion, the false lions that are trying to put fear in your heart by faith. Amen. They quench the violence of fire, escape the edge of the sword, and uh, out of weakness where they were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, and turned to flight the armies of the aliens. All these great and mighty things were achieved not because of their ability. It was divine ability that enabled to them to do the supernatural. Hallelujah. The supernatural is accessed only by faith. Somebody say amen. The supernatural is accessed only by faith. And you cannot, this is not the time, all right? You cannot afford to live in fear. Faith is the only way you can conquer fear and the enemy. Faith is the only way you can overcome fear and the enemy. Fear, my friends, let me explain a little bit about fear. Fear is a weapon that the enemy uses to attack and deplete the believer of his faith in God and his promises. Fear is a weapon. The roar of the lion is sending waves, is sending a sound to instill fear in the hearts of the people. The news that we are hearing about what's happening. We're not saying that it is wrong. We're not saying it is false. They are facts. But if you give too much importance or cognizance to it, it will grip your heart and pull you down into fear. And fear becomes a weapon that the enemy uses to attack a believer and deplete the believer of his faith in God and his word. That's the purpose of fear. Because fear is coming to... To take away the faith you have in God and His Word. So we got to be careful what we hear, what we see, and what we think about, and what we talk. Because, watch this. Whatever you pay attention to, your heart magnifies it. Whatever you pay attention to, your subconscious mind magnifies it. That means if you dwell too much on the bad news, your spirit man will begin to believe it. Your heart will capture it. And as a result, there will be no more faith left, but fear will dominate and make things happen which you do not desire. Okay, so don't forget fear is a weapon. Now, fear is designed to rob you of your faith. Fear contaminates faith. Fear is the opposite of faith. It robs you of boldness, the courage to stand up against the vials of the enemy. The Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion. The righteous are bold as a lion. You can never win any battle in life with fear dominating your heart. You can never win any battle in life with fear dominating your heart. Listen. After the days of Moses, God calls Joshua and says, Joshua, now you need to inherit this land. 
and divide this up to the tribes according to their tribes the inheritance has to be divided that is your assignment but watch what he says to him in verse 6 all right let me back up and read verse 5 as well I don't have it here but I'm gonna pull it up yeah verse 5 reads like this there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life as I was with Moses so I will be with thee I will not fail thee nor forsake thee there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life hang on a minute when God said those words to him he knew that Joshua was about to face giants who are the children of Anak the Nephilims that were almost twice the size of a regular ordinary man and they had a reputation of winning their battles now Joshua was about to face this what we would term as impossible situation in the natural but God said no man will be able to stand up against you now you have a choice I have a choice who will I believe? Will I believe what God is saying? Or will I believe what my senses are telling me? My God, how is that possible? Look at that guy. He's twice my size. He's huge. He's got weapons that we are not even aware of. And their cities are fortified. It's impossible. That is what is being fed into your mind through your senses. At the same time, the word of God, or God said to Joshua, no man will be able to stand up against you. I will be with you even as I was with Moses. I will never leave you, and I will never forsake you. We have a choice. See, the choice is, what will you choose? Will you choose to believe what your senses are telling you? Or will you choose to believe what God is saying? Despite what is happening around us, we have a choice. We can believe what God said, that no evil shall befall me, neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. I can choose to believe that, or I can choose to believe what I'm seeing on television channels, what I'm reading in the newspapers, or what I'm reading uh, on social media and seeing stuff on social media I have a choice now here this is very important for you to understand the more time you spend watching that stuff talking that stuff thinking that stuff you are doing you're involved in a process called meditation even without you realizing and what you pay attention to your heart will magnify your subconscious will enlarge it so you will begin to tend to believe that even if you don't want to believe that's what you will believe because remember this is not the operation of the regular mind it's the operation of the subconscious mind so I have to spend time to develop this image and this truth in my heart the heart is so important God and the devil both are vying for the heart of man when you're born again you're not born again in the mind you're born again in the heart your spirit which was 
mindset so you can develop the inner man by focusing and paying attention to what God is saying and not what your senses are saying. That's why Jesus said, take heed what you hear. Because what you hear, what you see, what you talk, what you think about is what will be established in your heart. So God says, listen, listen to me, Joshua. You have to go. I will be with you like I was with Moses. No man will be able to stand up against you, okay? But watch what he says next. Be strong and of good courage. What did I say? You can never win any battle with fear dominating your heart. So what is God doing? God is warning. God is equipping. God is encouraging. God is exhorting Joshua. Not to let fear take over because what he's about to see or he's already seen is very threatening. The report was brought by 10 of his colleagues saying, they will kill us if we go there. There is no way we're going to survive. It's impossible. We cannot take it. That's the news. That's what the media is portraying. It's impossible. It can't be done. This is what everybody is talking about. But now God is saying, be strong and be of good courage. I'm going to get to something now. Watch this. For unto this people shall thou divide for inheritance the land. You got, you got this job, this assignment, and you're going to do this. But to achieve that, you need to be strong and you need to be courageous. Let me tell you, child of God, this pandemic is all over the place. We're, we're praying and we're believing that there will be a sudden turnaround. Praise God, God will do it. But while we're in the midst of it, let's not lose hope. Let's not focus on what people are saying. Let's not focus on all the negative stories we're hearing. We're not denying it, but we don't want to purposely and intentionally give time to meditate, to think, and to talk about it. No. Because I don't want my subconscious mind, I don't want my heart to be captivated and be captured by negative information. Because that's not going to build my faith. That's going to deplete me of my faith. Are you with me? So we need to do something about this. Be strong and of good courage. Look at verse 7. Only be thou strong and very courageous. And then he says, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that which Moses my servant commanded to uh, to to the turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest so he says listen be strong be courageous as you study the word don't compromise on any area in your life okay stick to the word stay with the word and then he says this book of the law I won't touch that right now but let's go to verse 9 it says have not I commanded you whoa this is not a suggestion this is a command God is ordering he says, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed or confused. Don't let this present situation, don't let what you hear, don't let what you see cause confusion in your mind. When it seems like there is no way out, when it seems like all hope is lost, when it seems like it's the end of the road, hey, don't give up and cry. Don't give up and question God. But stand still. Stay put where? In God. Because God is our deliverer. Hallelujah. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, 
make sure to subscribe to our podcast channel for past episodes. If you've been blessed by the message today, consider rating it and even sharing it with friends. For more content from the King's Temple or to connect with us, visit kingstemple.in. Have a blessed day.